Welcome to Words and Roses Episode 3, a podcast about how we use stationery in our everyday life. I'm Miranda from At Havoc Rose Writes. And I'm Chelsea from Those With Words. Welcome. Uh, we're back for another episode this week. It's it's an interesting one. I will preface this as uh, this is our second take. Mm-hmm. Uh, we maybe recorded a whole episode and then my power went out at 60 minutes. So that was cool. <laughs> we were Not almost cool. done. We were, I think actually on one of the last things and then yeah unfortunately the power outage happened but you know that's how life is sometimes that's why we have a backup recording day and we're all good yeah the only thing I can say is be prepared for a lot of lists in this episode um so before we get into the topic at hand which you may have seen um from our title of the show but uh we want to talk about our journaling prompt that Chelsea so kindly put together for episode two, uh, which was describe your daily journaling space. Is it inside or outside? Do you do couch, bed, or desk? Where do you hold your journaling practice? What do you like about it and what makes it work for you? And I think that's such a great question because thinking about your space just changes how you journal too, right? Or how you plan or whatever it is. If you're like doing handwriting practice, if you're playing with inks, um, you have to be really mindful about like where you're at, obviously. It's like if you have pets, you have kids, if you have just um, a roommate or a friend or a sibling that just like kind of stumbles on in and maybe spills that ink, you don't, you don't want that. Nobody wants that. I think mm-hmm. very few of us probably are writing with like full on inkwells, but if you've got one out, you definitely don't want that falling. Um, but Chelsea, I want to hear Where's yours? Yeah, so my daily journaling space or my usual space is actually at my desk in the second bedroom. And it's the same space where I work from home. And that's just because I have a pretty ergonomic setup here uh, with my chair and my sit-stand desk. And all of my stuff is basically surrounding it. Um, So everything is within arm's reach. So it's really easy to grab. Um, The pro of this space is that there's a lot of surface area. And again, like I said, things are easy to reach. But the con, I would say, is because I also work from this space, I have to clean up the post-journaling mess each and every single time because I have to get it ready for work the following day usually. Um, I joked in my little notes and said, is it an upside? Because I have to keep it clean. I don't know. I, I guess it's you know one way or the other you look at it. And so that's where I hold my journaling practice. And then um, in terms of journaling elsewhere, I have tried journaling on the couch or my bed, but I don't really have a great way to transport my supplies back and forth from this room. So the problem is I always seem to forget like just one or two things, right? So it's like, ah, dang, I forgot like a little, um, my pair of scissors, I forgot this glue or whatever. And so I always seem to... Yeah. essential too. It's mm-hmm. not like a, oh, that sticker would have been nice. Like that can happen, but it's always going to be glue. It's always going to be that clip <laughs> that you needed. Yeah. And just for somehow every Ex- single time. Exactly. <laughs> and so I haven't quite figured out how to journal elsewhere yet, but as of right now, I'm pretty happy with this space. Um, what about you, Miranda? Hmm. I, I will say I have journaled in bed before and it's it's okay because it, it's just very sloppy. I don't know. How, mm-hmm. how do people sit up in bed? I don't understand. <laughs> like, I've tried propping my pillows, and it's just so uncomfortable. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm weird. But um, that aside, I will say that you having your journaling space tidy every time after you get done with your practice because you have to work there too is actually a massive benefit, I would say, because I, 
uh, actually have an analog desk and that's my ideal place to journal. So I bought that at the beginning of the pandemic. It's very small. I got it for a pretty decent deal. Um, I will say if you are looking at Urban Outfitters for, for any sort of furniture and it's not an Urban Outfitters exclusive, maybe see if you can find that exact piece of furniture somewhere else because you probably can and it's probably cheaper. Um, so I would do that because that's that's exactly what I did to get my desk and I haven't really shown my desk much and so maybe I'll put together a little photo for that. Um, one of the reasons I don't show it is because it's kind of a, a pretty private space for me but also because it's always a mess. <laughs> uh, hashtag Messy Desk Club, Emily's Messy Desk shout out uh, for, for leading that charge and, and being honest about having just a disaster at your stationary desk or whatever it does. Guys, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> the problem is a lot of times I, I will pile up things that are in progress. So if I have notebooks ready to go, if I have mail that I'm working on, like I've had some mail sitting for a friend who I owe washi and a package for for so long, so long that I forgot that I put it together. And I've done that with also uh, like a pen pal where I was just embarrassed because I, I lost a letter. I thought I mailed it, but actually it was just in this pile. And now I'm embarrassed because it's been months since I was supposed to mail back to her. And, you know, maybe you're like, Miranda, why don't you just clean your desk? And you know, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> why don't it's you just do it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, but let me just put this mail here. Oh, I opened this cool thing on Instagram. Well, let me just put this right here. That's kind of what keeps happening. And I think there is this great TikTok. I was like, are you, um, I forget, I was like, are you a completely functioning adult or do you have the pile? I have the pile. And I was like, <laughs> yes, me too. I mean, to um, be fair though, I feel like everybody has the pile. Like for me, um, mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a vertical space in between. So I have a monitor stand on this desk. And so it's nice because I get a little space underneath to put my work laptop and like my iPad and my pencil case and other things underneath. It's nice. But that pile also grows underneath that little vertical space. Mm. And so um, sometimes I have to make a to-do list to, to say specifically, hey, clean out that pile underneath the monitor stand because there's like happy mail, all kinds of stuff, things that I was kind of putting together and then I just like stuck on top of my work laptop. Anyway. All that is to say I can relate to having a pile. Yeah. And it's like, I, I do want to tidy, but I think part of the problem, and we'll get into this later, are the bits mm -hmm. and are just the other little pieces and projects that I have started that I want to keep going, but I don't have a place to store. And I think ultimately it does come down to storage because I do have, the desk is tiny. It's itty bitty. So if I start leaving stuff on it, it's just really hard to work in that space. And so that also discourages me from journaling. So while that is my ideal space, it's the space I am not at as often as I'd like to be. And I think that's just a matter of me, like, you know, putting on a good podcast, um, putting on music or an audiobook, and just getting to it and making sure I set something up to where I can be there more regularly. And again, I think that does come down to organization. So while I don't necessarily journal at my writing desk, I do journal a ton at my couch. Um, and this is sort of a new change. I think I mentioned this in episode one, but one of the reasons that I journal a lot there is because I have my little Genshin Impact caddy. So that's in a gelato peak, I think it's, it's called. 
It's mm-hmm. this cute little bag. It was part of an Animal Crossing collaboration. And I have it, I guess you could call it almost like a capsule, but I don't necessarily change it out seasonally or anything. It's just stuff that I want to use specifically for Genshin Impact. So I have Kita tapes, I have markers, I have gel pens, I have fountain pens in there. And then I have everything basically prepared for my traveler's notebook. I even have like one of the uh, B-sides and rarities inserts mm-hmm. for the sticker paper book. So it's oh, yes. Sti- the mini sticker book. Yeah. So exactly that. Everything is ready to go. So I journal a ton in that. And honestly, I just have the best time. Right now, it is my favorite journal. I love it so much and it brings me so much joy. So I would say right now that is my one place. I will say though, my handwriting is terrible in that book because I write on the couch. And so that means it's probably in my lap, but it's okay because I'm enjoying it. And that's what's the most important, I think. So <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And I know that um, in Genshin Impact, I don't play the game myself, but a lot of our friends do. And I know that it's also like a very exploratory game and there's tons of different environments and places to visit as like some of the characters as well. Um, and so I think for you, that's been really fun, right? Just to kind of chronicle your whole journey through that video game. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I love about it is that I am journaling in a traveler's notebook. And in the game, you play as a character who is referred to as the traveler. And the community of people who play are called travelers. And so I was like, oh, this is just so perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first insert I have is that sticker book. Then I have my um, grid notebook from Bob Kuhan. And then in the back, I just have another basic insert that I use for character builds. It's very RPG heavy. So there's a lot of stats. There's a lot of items to hunt for. There's a lot of events as well. So sometimes I'll put basic information back there of like, oh, I need to get this stuff for this character. So here's like the checklist of things that I need to do in order to optimize them. And so it's it's basically just the perfect journaling companion and game. So I love it. And it's it's been so much fun. Yay, I'm glad you're having fun. That's the most important part. And I would love to, that inspires me actually to take my traveler's notebook just out of this room more, honestly. Um, (laughs) And that's a little bit of a side tangent, but I would love to be able to kind of carry it with me to places and whatnot. I do have a passport traveler's notebook that I use as my wallet, but I don't really journal in it um, away Mm -hmm. from my desk. So again, um, as we're talking about our prompt response I would love to be able to find another space other than this desk someday to you know journal more regularly to be quite honest I was really just looking for an excuse to use my traveler's notebooks more again (laughs) I was formally using it as my work planner until I got a plotter and I I loved it I love the size I think it's just a beautiful notebook um just like the whole system you know it's just Mm -hmm. very personal Uh, and seeing planning with style and other journalers out there use their notebooks in such beautiful ways. Job's journal, of course, too. Shout out. Thank you so much for doing our logo again and all of our branding. Thank Thank you, you, Job. Um, but seeing them and their traveler's notebooks just made me so happy. And I'm again, just glad to be back in there and be able to run around with it and show people and be like, look at what I did. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. so it's good. Yeah. Um, also thank you so much to everyone who has been sharing their, um, I guess journaling prompt responses and Mm -hmm. also just how they've been writing about it and talking about it. So I'm very glad that you all are enjoying this segment that we have of, of giving out a prompt and of course, giving us a chance to talk about these things as well. Yeah. And if you, um, share your responses on Instagram, just a quick plug, the hashtag is words roses prompt. 
So we would love to see your responses. If you feel comfortable sharing them on your journal pages or even like an Instagram story, whatever form that you feel comfortable, you know, if you want to share your responses, please use the hashtag because Miranda and I would love to see them. Yeah, it's been so cool seeing them. I was just like, wow, thank you. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm just very flattered that folks are enjoying this podcast and, and the feedback means a ton to me and and I know you too Chelsea mm-hmm. and uh, another shout out to thank you so much to the pen addict for giving us a shout out on the podcast I listen yeah. to that every single Wednesday so it's just very immensely kind of Brad yeah it was very much an honor to be shouted out on a you know a decade old 500 plus episode very well known um you know podcast in this community so I was like wow we got a shout out on the pen addict that's so cool <laughs> and uh, we really appreciate the kind words and just general support um, from again not just Brad for, but just the whole community as well so thanks everybody it's been a really fun time so far yeah and of course plenty more to come we're just mm-hmm. getting started right <laughs> yes we definitely are this episode's actually just getting started I was about to say speaking of getting started <laughs> buckle in y'all it's gonna yeah. be a long get ready I'm, yeah. I'm stretching right now if you, <laughs> i know, I know me you too. can't see me but i'm doing a little stretch right now because i'm yep. i gotta get ready to talk about this yeah this is like a almost some mental gymnastics here and organizing our brains for it because there's so much to go through but mm-hmm. in a very fun way so chelsea chelsea what are we talking about today would you mind doing the honors we're talking about stationary organization today Bum, bum, bum. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there should be some some music drop in the background. But yeah, we're talking about how we keep all of our stuff organized. Yeah, and that is a feat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely it, a feat in itself. And we'll go through it. There's a lot. So yeah, get some, kinda... get some, get a drink. You know, settle yes, down. Please. It'll be a little while. <laughs> yeah, and and one of my hopes here was just that. You know, Chelsea, you came up with this idea, and I think it's really such a great one because organization with stationery is rather tricky, especially if you have a rather large collection. It's like, how do you actually keep track of all your stickers? How do you make sure you're not losing the ones that you love most? And how are you making sure you're prioritizing the things that you enjoy using and also making sure that you find the ones that you forgot that you bought? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're there and if you're not there, of course, maybe... Maybe this is for you in the future or for whatever it may be, but I hope you all will find this helpful. Um, So with that, Chelsea, would you do the honors again and let us know, how do you organize your stationery? Oh, where do I even start? So there's a (laughs) lot to go through here, like we mentioned before, but I will say that one of the more iconic items in the stationery community that a lot of us seem to use is the Rascal cart from Ikea. So um, for those of you who are not familiar, um, that's spelled R-A-S-K-O-G, Rascal cart. And I think it's around like 30-ish USD. Um, Hopefully I'm correct on that. But basically it's a three-tiered rolling cart. And typically it's used for like kitchen supplies and other things. I actually have another one out by our dining room. Um, our dining space and that holds like you know our different sauces and like breakfast bars and things just like other stuff and supplies at the bottom Um, but for me I also have another one right by my desk next to me to the right and that holds a lot of my stationary supplies so um, the top one um, the top 
portion of it, I keep my most used supplies in there. So things like stickers, extra samples, memo pads, basically things within my arm's reach that I would reach for. I also have tape runners and glue and all kinds of other stuff in there as well. And then um, the middle part, I have a lot of letter writing supplies and just happy mail supplies, things that I would like to send my friends or like letter pads, um, envelopes and the like. And then that takes about half of the space in the middle compartment. And the other half of the middle compartment, I just have like some random tech related things um, such as my photo printer, my mini photo printer, the portable ones and like extra paper. And I have like a random small tripod in there and things like that just kind of to keep everything together. Um, and then the bottom part of the Rascog um, rolling cart for me is new stuff that I haven't used yet. So a bunch of different inserts. So I have um, some 2023 plotter Bible size inserts that I purchased from the San Francisco Pen Show last month. Obviously not going to be using those until next year. Bunch of blank notebooks that I would love to make my way through someday. It's a dream. I think, you know, a lot of us have that dream. And I will say... Yeah, having those blank notebooks in store means that anytime you're ready to start a new notebook, you've got one waiting. It's perfect. That is very true. And I do know the exact number and kind of empty notebooks that I do have. So I have a good number of A5 ones, a good number mm-hmm. of standard uh, traveler's notebook ones, a couple of passport uh, traveler's notebook ones as well. But yeah, pretty much ready to go. And some of them are limited. Some of them are not. I will hopefully go through them all someday is the goal. And some extra stickers as well. So if I ever run out of a certain sheet, I just kind of look there to see if I have a backup and then I go from there. So that's one big portion. Uh, There's obviously other things um, that I use around here to keep my stuff organized. But Miranda, I know you have your own Rascal cart as well. And so just curious as to how you organize yours. I do. Before I get into that real quick, the Rascog is currently going for 40 USD. So it's $39.99. Oh, okay. Thanks for the, the one, correction. Yeah. No, the one that is $30, though, is the Rascholt, which is the mini Rascog. And it is so oh, stinking yes, yes. cute. Okay. It I, is, I think I got confused between the two. Yeah. 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 It's just a little bit smaller. And it is so cute. <laughs> Honestly, I really wanted one when I saw it. I was like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> just a tiny like a- <laughs> tiny three cart <laughs> rolling cart yes it's like a rascog for my cats i don't know they don't they don't journal <laughs> i mean like morty likes to sit with you and i journal sometimes mm-hmm. maybe she'd appreciate it um but that's available then of course michael's has its own version that is actually about 30 dollars um target has one that's about 40 as well and then i believe the container store also has one that's about 40 dollars. so that's just of course um, on the u.s side that i know of and there are all sorts out there variations of what the rascog looks like but i know that one in particular is a very popular style just basically any utility cart highly recommend it um, mm-hmm. as we will get into as well so i actually have two rascog One of them is my bar cart. So I actually use that for um, bar goods and then also for some hardware storage and some cookbook storage, actually. So that one's in my kitchen. And then the one that I use for stationery is very similar in that it has a lot of my essentials. So it's like, okay, what do I need most and what will I always go for? And like you, the reason I do that is because it's very open and being able to see what's there helps me use it more often surprise Mm -hmm. so it's just a very good practice to be able to look at it and grab what I need 
So the top of mine, I have a lot of my current in-use notebooks. So it's my Hobonichi, my diary, um, my thinking of you, a lot of other sort of notebooks that I use regularly. And then I also have two different pen cups. So that is like my Posca's, my jelly rolls, all those sorts of things. And then also my other pen cup is just, just basic gel pens and other tools that I have and need. Um, I also have glue, some markers, but the big thing for the top part, I would say, is all of my sticker storage. So I am a very big fan of Sticky Club, which is a sticker subscription that every month they send you this little clear file filled with a bunch of different sticker sheets that are really beautiful, great quality. I'm honestly like very surprised by the deal they offer every month, and I really love the artists they work with. And uh, not sponsored, like, like we said before. We'll let you know if anything happens, if anyone sends us anything, but... Now, uh, so <laughs> that was just something I've loved, and I have these two clear binders, and they're huge. <laughs> they're just so big. <laughs> uh, I have to really pull back on using them, but I love them so much. So I have those, and then I have several sticker books that have some washi tape uh, that are already fussy cut and ready to go. And then most of them, though, are stickers. So that is a top shelf for me. Middle shelf is a lot faster to get through. It's just my, it's split into two basically, right, right down the middle. Half of it, memo pads. So many memo pads. So I, many I'm memo not, pads. <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy anymore. Like I told myself, I and I've, I've done really good at that. Like I'm just like, you know what? I already got good ones. Thanks though. Um, but I love them because you can, one, of course, use them as memo pads. And two, they're such cute tip-ins. They're such cute ways to write letters or like little notes to friends. Um, I, of course, use a lot of them too, just as regular memo pads of just scratch notes that I just need quickly and then I can recycle them later. But I just want, just want them to be cute, you know? Yeah, um, might as well make it cute. Exactly. If I can, I will. Then the other half are actually just some of my journal storage. So this is my old Hobonichi cover. This is TN covers that aren't in use. I actually have my Animal Crossing physical journal in there. And that is um, the Traveler's Size Archer and Olive, I think it's called. Oh, so it's okay. like similar to Traveler's Notebook Size. And I use that to kind of do my own checklist of all the fish, of all the bugs, and all that kind of stuff. And that just lives back there too. So a lot of stuff that's just out of use and some empty space as well. And then the bottom, I have my letter storage. That's where I put all of my letter kits because it's too easy to buy those. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, you <laughs> drop so by. Cute. Yeah, they're really cute. You just drop by a store and you're like, oh, cute. I don't have this letter pad or letter set. I'm going to buy one and send it to my friends. And then it just keeps adding up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's. A to-do list item of is to use those litter pads. I think I might also figure out how to condense those a bit because I feel like they just take up a lot of space without really needing as much space as they have. Um, and then I have some Avril yarn, which is stationary adjacent that I use to make my packages cute. I only have three of those and they're colors that match and kind of match my style. So I just use those pretty frequently. Sometimes I cut off some for my cats to play with. They love it. <laughs> There's, I'm like, wow, my cats have Avril yarn. Yeah, very exquisite taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry if anyone's out there being like, gasp, you give it to your cats? <laughs> yeah, of course. What, what if they, you know, like... Well, your cats deserve something. the best, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chelsea said so. Chelsea said it's okay. <laughs> um, then I also have some paper treat packs. So I have three of those. Um, paper treats does these cute 
uh, it is a shop and it does they do these cute paper treats is what they're called it's also the shop name and inside are um, a set of stationery that is chosen by theme so for instance like the great outdoors or tea time or breakfast or just like the home goods cats dogs all those um, and the shop owner is so sweet and I really love what she does with these and basically it's a bunch of different memo sheets letter writing sets and the whole idea is that she wants to put together a thing that you can use for letter writing she'll include a pen um, a lot of sticker flakes and other little bits in there and it is just so cute and I'm actually going to move those all into my Genshin Impact journaling I think or at least two of them because they actually match very well with my travel outdoor adventure theme so those will be moving soon yeah. um, and, and then um, I quick note okay. on paper treats actually um, I have one as well that's like food themed and oh, yeah. that's sitting up at the top and is one of the things that I do reach for and I agree they're super cute they're very well curated as well and when you said you also get a pen and I, it reminded me like oh sometimes you also get like carol capec tea which is so I think cute. in every order yeah. yeah and I think um you can also like um I don't know if this is always true and of course it depends on the supply and what the shop has and things like that but there are times when the shop owner is like let me know what tea you would prefer and what pen you would prefer and I've gotten like those little emails before as well and I'm like that's so sweet and personal Anyway, um, I know a lot of us love paper treats, so I just wanted to do a quick little shout out there. Again, not sponsored <laughs> by any of the places that we're talking about today, but we just, you know, we just want to shout out some places that we really like. Another quick uh, shout out for Paper Treats as well is that they are doing an Instagram giveaway. It's for US only just due to, you know, shipping rates is kind of hard internationally. But it's a little Halloween set. So please Cute. absolutely check out Paper Treats on Instagram if you haven't already. And check out their shop because it's a wonderful way to get a fair bit of stationery that you may not have. Um, and it's just such a nice mix. And I think also those would be really lovely gifts if you know somebody mm -hmm. who likes stationery, maybe doesn't have a lot and you know a theme they like. Highly recommend that. Um, and then also, uh, Paper Treats does sell single sets of stationery. So if you just want like BGM sticker flakes or some washi, uh, Paper Treats has that as well. So yeah, that's in the bottom of my rascog. Um, <laughs> then also... And also... <laughs> and also, um, the final things I have in that bottom part are my um, Daiso folders I don't know how to call this what, what do you call this like it's an accordion folder I guess yeah I actually have them I'm showing them right now to Miranda but I have two of these as well they're like these I think they're a6 size you said yeah um, about. and they have a bunch of accordion parts in there and that obviously expands there's little tabs um, let me know if you use the tabs because I don't really use them for anything nope. but um, there's different sections basically so they're really handy and I store my PT stuff in it what about you Exactly the same. So mm -hmm. for, I have four of them this point, and I use three of them for PET, fussy cut um, storage. So what that is, if you don't know, with PET, it is basically a big washi roll, but it's not made of washi. It's made of PET, which is sort of a plasticky, um, more firm sticker. And it is usually reflective, but you can get matte. Sometimes they have what is called crystal ink, so it's a little bit elevated. It's really beautiful, and I love them so much. And since it's basically a giant sticker roll, I just go ahead and cut them out. Like, I'll cut off a full loop, which is kind of referring to the design. So it's the full stretch of one design. The second loop would be the same 
design repeated. And so I'll cut that out. And then fussy cutting is when you essentially just cut it out, but you cut it out exactly. So it's like the entire shape of like a body or if there's like a bunch of stars, you cut out each individual star. Mm-hmm. And so that they're ready to go, basically making my own sticker flakes. So I have those stored in there. And then for my last one, I actually have this one on my desk, but I just put um, ephemera and things. And I use each of those folder sections as like a different theme. So for instance, I went to visit my sister in Seattle and I got a lot of cute ephemera, but I didn't use it all. But so I just put it all in that little tab. So that way, whenever I am ready to journal about it again or something, I have that ready. Nice. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of a nice, oh, I don't want to do this right now, but I have it for later and a, a nice, easy way to keep it all together. That's actually a really good idea. Both of mine are being used for like PET or washi storage at the moment because that mm-hmm. way I don't have to go back to my drawer and have to like keep revisiting those rolls, right? I just kind of cut right. out that one loop of the design and put it in there. Um, so it's been really useful for that. But I think that's a really good way to use it as well for travel ephemera, just so you can keep everything organized. And like you said, really easy to go back to. Yeah, I, I again, just have so much to organize and I think that has really helped my brain and also just helped me generally to give myself space if I'm not ready to do something right now I can just do it later and there's a nice way to put it away and not just have it sit on my desk or sit somewhere else and sort of stress me out you know it's not in another pile (laughs) exactly I'm figuring out how to get those piles down and I I got some systems I just gotta Mm -hmm. be better about implementing them more uh so Chelsea those were our rascocks but Mm -hmm. what else you got So I just mentioned my washi drawer. So I do have one washi drawer on my desk. It's a three-tiered drawer from Michael's and it's specifically for washi tape. And so that's where I keep my washi tape rolls, PET rolls and things along those lines. I am trying my very best to not exceed this space when it comes to washi tape and PET. It's actually quite full now. So I'm sort of in the mindset of, you know, if I want to get another one or more then I just gonna have to de-stash a few that I just don't use as much because realistically I don't actually use all of them at the same time. I clearly have you know maybe five to ten washi or PET rolls that I really go for at a time and you know a couple months or so right and so just things for me to think about. So I have one of those on my desk Um, and then for stamps uh, which is another huge love of mine is especially wooden stamps. I love 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 wooden stamps And I have a five drawer acrylic, one of those acrylic Muji drawers. And it's a five tiered one. And that's actually getting quite full as well. Um, And I have curated this particular stamp collection for the whole time actually that I've been creative journaling, which, you know, is about five years now at this point. And so it was a slow and steady collection. um, And I really love, you know, a lot of what I have. And so that sits there. And so I could just kind of pull them out anytime. Um, so those are like other than my Rascog, the two big things. Um, and I will say, I forgot to talk about where I keep my journals. Um, I do use an Atelier Penelope um, tote and it sits on my desk and it fits A5 notebooks really easily in there as well. So I got that particular item from Bamkuhen. And I have been using it ever since to just hold all my active journals, Um, whether it's an everyday journal, my traveler's notebook, um, or even like my writing only journal that I don't necessarily share on social media. I don't always use that, but it does sit nicely in there and it's all together in one place. So it's really nice for me to um, be able to reach those. 
As someone who is very lucky to have seen your stamp collection, I will say the way you have it stored is so pretty. It's so aesthetically pleasing. And I know maybe some folks don't like the acrylic look, but I will say when it's something like stamps, you just get to see the beauty of the wood in there as well. Um, and more importantly too, you can actually see what's there, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's that just goes a long way. Yeah, and I think that's a theme that will come up probably over and over again in this episode. I'm just kind of taking a look at our notes here in terms of visibility and how we like to organize our things. So yeah, it's yeah. a really nice way for me to see them. And again, when I pull one drawer out, I can see all of the designs right away. And so yeah, it's a really great way for me to make sure that I'm actually using what I have. Yeah, that's important to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, I also have an Atelier Penelope cube. Um, that one is something I'll talk about in a bit, though. Um, but for my washi organization, it's a little bit more intense than yours. I <laughs> admire your restraint. <laughs> I, I, too, once had restraint. And then I said, oh, but what if I just get more storage? Because that's the problem, right? <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> But um, so I too have Muji acrylic organizers or acrylic drawers. And so I have the two tier ones. So they're rather small. And so I have three of those for general small washi tape storage. One of those drawers actually is just filled with Pokemon washi tape. And mm -hmm. I love that door so much. I was very kindly gifted some. Some of them I got my travels to Japan. Some of them I pur purchased um, from friends. So there's a lot there that I really love. And then um, the one, the way I have these organized is that two of them are sort of off to the side. Still accessible, just not as close. And then there's one that's actually on my desk. And those are my favorites. So I keep the favorites really close at hand. And then the rest are like kind of color coordinated. And it's just rather pleasing to look at. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Except for the fact that that's not all my washi tape. Not even like the big rolls or like the PET T level. That, these are just regular rolls of washi, okay? <laughs> there's um, more. <laughs> there's more. I have... So I have these two hmm, sort of rollout drawers from Ikea that are metal. And I think they're meant to more so go under a desk. So if you have, they could be like the stand for a desk if you had two of them. But I think they're a little light for that. Um, they're they're, they're kind of cheap, but honestly, they work for me and I'm happy with them. And so I have two of those and that's the rest of my storage. And the top drawer of the first one is just entirely washy. Just a bunch of different rolls. Some of them are a bit bigger than others, but it's just plain washi tape. It's just like that sticky, no backing. It's so many. <laughs> um, I say that, but then I also know someone who's on a road to a thousand washi tape and that's not me. So and then that's also not to shame anyone. If you have like mm -hmm. a thousand washi tape, that is incredible. I just want to know how you store it and how you keep track of everything. And I will say Penguins Creative, I am jealous that you have a whole studio for well it's not uh, the whole studio but it's partially a studio friend of the show penguins creative has a, a lot of space for her stationery, and i am quite jealous is, is basically all i'm saying but mm -hmm. um i think having that much is is really cool especially if it's something that you enjoy and collecting so um just want to also reiterate like there's no shame in how much stationery you do or don't have have what makes you happy. Like, honestly, one thing I did want to say, too, and one of the perspective titles, which may be the title, may not be, is it's not stuff, it's treasure. And so I think this is a good point to just talk about that really quickly mm -hmm. in that the items you have, it's not just stuff, right? It's not just 
things you got. I mean, it can be. Some of it can be for sure. But it's something you enjoy, right? Or at least I can say between us, like we we really love what we have. Like they are our treasures. It's not just a bunch of things we got and then said, all right, and then walked away from it, right? It's really important to us. So I think whatever level that is, whatever it looks like for you, that's important. And I think it should be respected as well. So if anyone ever is mean to you about that, (laughs) first, I'm sorry that that happened to you. But also, um, that's not fair. And and I think every level should be respected and celebrated. And, you know, the most important thing is that we're having fun, right? Yeah. I Again, just to stress, the most important thing is for you to enjoy using what you have and for you to use stuff in your journal and whatever makes you happy and whatever that collection looks like for anybody else. You know, we can't say, you know, that your collection should be five washi tape or 700 washi tapes, right? Like we can't tell you that and nobody can. So, you know, it's whatever makes you happy. Um, Yeah, go go do that thing and go do some journaling. (laughs) Yeah, it's like go wild or not. Do do you do you, man? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, I say that too because I have a lot. <laughs> and, listen, guys, listen. Listen, I don't love, judge me. Yeah, don't judge me, please. Okay, I just really love the stationery. Um, I do, I I do genuinely mm-hmm. love it, and I think uh, it comes down to the problem too of of storage and making sure I'm using it. And I do have some very firm principles of not like buying too many duplicates unless I know it's my favorite like there is a one particular BGM washi that I got really early on that I just like tore through so fast because I loved it so much and I loved it so much that I actually bought two extras backups just in case and I'm glad I did because sometimes those just go away mm-hmm. and then they'll never be seen again and so they're my prize they're my treasure and they bring me so much joy so I'm glad to have extras of those because I use them all the time um but anyway, back to the drawers, I guess. So I have that. And then, so I have two of those drawers. One is by my stationary desk. The other one is actually serving as a bedside table. So that one is sort of the storage that I don't necessarily need to have with me all the time. So those are some of the washi tapes that don't have backing. And I actually put those in a sticker book so I can um, use an X-Acto knife actually to cut them out later if I need it. Mm-hmm. So those ones are just like further storage. I also have my stamp storage over there. So I'll just pick out a few stamps that I want when I need them. Um, and also has my fountain pen ink because I have a fair, a fairly small collection of fountain pen ink. It's not that small, but it's small. Maybe to some people. <laughs> Can be considered small for some <laughs> people be. in the community. <laughs> Could be. If you look from really far away, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's pretty small. <laughs> it's actually just like one drawer. It's not, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not that much. Um, I'm pretty... I'm very picky about my ink. So if it doesn't have a cute bottle, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but that's one drawer. Then the other drawer is, again, mostly just washi tape. So I have a full drawer of just PET, which is surprisingly not as much as people were expecting because I showed all of my washi collection on stream once. And they're like, oh, that's it? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) You expected more? (laughs) Exactly. It's like, oh, does that mean I can buy more? (laughs) Um. But yeah, I have that and then some of my mini ring binder, um, just sort of equipment. So the whole punch, corner rounder for the paper cutter, uh, other things as well. And then I also have a drawer that has some emergency candy for when I'm journaling. It's mostly just chocolate. It's, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep it with you sometimes. And then I also have some 
pen holder, so my rickshaw holder is in there, and also some of my currently in use fountain pen ink. So that way, I know folks will swatch their inks when they ink up a new pen. I do too, but I always forget where I put it. So this is just a backup, so I remember. Nice. <laughs> I have a lot of gray ink, okay? <laughs> sometimes I don't remember which one it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are my big, bigger, I guess, organizers. Mm-hmm. And How do you store your pens? Oh, my sorry. pens? Yeah, no, you don't have to apologize. I think I was just actually getting to that because you just finished the larger part of your um, stationary storage, and so did I. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that we both ended up getting, these are some really special items that we ended up getting at the San Francisco Pen Show last month, and that is what I'm using right now to store my fountain pens in particular is this really lovely eight pen box from Toyuka Craft. And we were lucky enough to, I believe, get the last two from the San Francisco Pen Show. We beelined yes. to the booth first thing <laughs> in, at general admission time on Friday of the show. And we barely managed to get the last two. And that was, I think, because we had messaged them previously and asking for these. Um, but yeah, it's a really lovely eight pen box. I have mine in like a more natural wood color. And I believe, Miranda, you have yours in like a much um, darker color, but it's just as lovely. And I have my currently inked pens in there. Um, so it's not too many. I would say it's maybe like four or five. And that's kind of basically the extent of my some of my nicer fountain pen collection. Otherwise, I have some really um, easy to use ones somewhere else in my pen case separately, like I have a Kakuno and a couple preppies that I am not using at the moment. So they're just kind of sitting in a separate pen case. But that specific um, pen box is for those pens that are being used at the moment. Um, And I also have a couple of ink vials on top, um, sample vials, as well as a couple of ink bottles. But um, yeah, it's just a really, really lovely thing. And it's very special and I am glad that it's sitting on top of my monitor stand and it's again within reach so I can always grab my fountain pens and it's just it's just really nice I love it so much I will always remember how we got it as well I also yeah I felt kind of bad because I just hustled straight over (laughs) we're like let's go (laughs) our friend stylist and pen Leo was in earlier was like guys they're selling out everything like Mm -hmm. everything's selling out like Boonga Box selling out all those things are selling I was like what that's that's wild. Last year wasn't nearly like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, Joseph, go. And I just kind of just went. I, I'm a very fast walker, so I kind of felt bad. But I think it, it ended up being the right decision. <laughs> yep, yep. It ended up being for the best. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's very special. So like you, I do have mine filled with pens. Mine are not necessarily all currently inked, though. I've sort of observed this box as my favorite pen. So or my most special pens, maybe. It's kind of hard because I, I love so many of my pens. I have many, many fountain pens. Again, mm-hmm. maybe not the biggest collection compared to some folks who are like bigger enthusiasts or, or very known enthusiasts. Um, but I have a fair collection size and I try to be, I think, a little bit more picky with my pens just because they are rather pricey. And maybe I did have my section of, oh, I bought some pens that maybe I didn't necessarily need to, but I love them anyway. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those, I store eight of them in my Toyoka craft box, and then the rest of them go in a Muji three-tier acrylic organizer. And so then that one I think has maybe 
10 per tray. I don't actually know. I should count that actually, <laughs> but 10 or 12 and it's not full. So that, that is good, but I have that as well for my other fountain pen storage and those are all uninked pens. And then the ones that I am using are in a Superior Labor leather case that I got for myself for Christmas a few years ago. And it is one of my pride and joys. I, I keep it with me always. And it's such a beautiful pen case. So yeah, that's my pen storage. Yeah, and as someone who has seen that Superior Labor pen case in person a couple of times, I will say it is very lovely. It's a really, really pretty brown and you can tell that it's been loved and used continuously every single day. And I say that as like the best compliment because I personally love when leather patinas through just natural use, right? And so, yeah, that's a really, really pretty pen case. And um, I love that we're also just keeping, we've found like an extra special place for some of our fountain pens in these eight pen boxes from Toyka Craft. Um, other than that, I do have just the, I actually have a cube as well, the Atelier Penelope cube, and that's where I keep sort of my other, uh, gel pens. I have scissors in there, a ruler in there, some markers in here. It's just kind of, it's really full actually. So it's packed pretty tight with some markers and things. Um, and yeah, so that's where I go, uh, to just pick out a gel pen, a ballpoint pen or whatever else I might need. Um, and other than that, I think the only other thing that I can think of at the moment is I have a whole um, tin, just a separate tin, a larger tin, and that's just for all of my stamp ink pads. So my Shachihara ink pads, I have some Versa Magic, Versa Fine, Soramame as well. So a lot of these brands that make really lovely colors of stamp inks, I just keep them all in one place. So again, they're easily reachable and I can just kind of go grab them or, you know, I like to also mix a lot of my stamping colors. So it really helps to have them all in one tin. I love it. Do you have any classic e-boxes? I do not. I actually don't have any classic e-boxes. I think they're really lovely though. Um, so mm -hmm. for those of you who may not be familiar, um, I mean, Classic-y is a, I think, fairly well-known um, brand. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like that's very up your alley aesthetic-wise. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why I was asking. I was like, do you have any? I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any, but I would love to be able to get one someday. They have a couple different designs. I know they have a specific yes. sort of like a desk storage one that's like a little bit longer and slightly more sort rectangular. Sort of like a toolbox, I think is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think those would be so nice to have like a capsule of your mm -hmm. stuff that you could just kind of bring around with you. But I have not purchased one just yet, but it is on my like someday wish list of maybe I'll get one of these someday because they're very beautifully made. And um, you're right. It's right up my alley <laughs> in terms of how yeah. it looks and the colors and everything. So, yeah. I have one actually on my work desk that I use for work stationery. So it's it's pretty small or actually it's not maybe this is my entire theme this episode is it is that small is that considered small who knows <laughs> i apparently have no idea how size works today so just don't just don't it's worry all it. it's all blurred when it comes to stationery yeah exactly um but i will say that i have i think it's a medium size or a small it, the way that they size these are different but mm -hmm. it's like their medic box so i think it's meant to be like for first aid kit 
things if you want it to be. And I actually just use that for my plotter notebook, some stamps that I use reoccurringly every week, and um, just some little trinkets that I have displayed there. So that's all really, but it's nice to see. And it's definitely a, a cute aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really lovely way to keep all the stationery that you use for work in one place. All right. We've got another subject to get into. Mm -hmm. we, we've talked about like the general big storage, but what about the bits. So I referred to these earlier. <laughs> the bits include those random PET and washi strips that you have. Like you halfway cut them out and then there's just like this weird gangly mess just sitting there. Then what about like all those sticker flakes? Like, you know, sticker flakes, they get everywhere. It's like mm -hmm. confetti, but cuter, but also more <laughs> of a problem because you want to use it. But how do you keep track of it all, you know? Uh, and then of course there's things from Happy Meal. Like we're very fortunate to have meal from friends how do you keep track of what you have and making sure that you use it? I think for me, especially when it comes to Happy Mail stuff, I try to organize as soon as possible into the smaller tins and envelopes that I have. I also started labeling some of the envelopes because I started with one and then it just kind of kept blowing up from there. And so um, I have like a separate place for um, vinyl stickers so that I have one envelope for that. I have another one for some of our friends. They stream on Twitch and they make their own emote stickers and I have a whole different collection and envelope for that. And also um, some people will send us stamped sticker papers that are cut out, which is so lovely because a bunch of these stamps usually I don't have in my collection. But like sticker flakes, they can kind of go everywhere and it's easy to forget about them if I don't organize them. So I have a separate tin for that. So I think my trick is just to try and organize them in a way that I have a system of in my brain. And again, if it helps to label them, I always label them as well. In terms mm -hmm. of those like gangly bits that you described, which I really <laughs> like that description of you cut out one piece from your you know, PT strip. And then it's like, well, okay, I have all these other smaller bits. What am I going to do with this? Am I going to put it back into my the uh, accordion folder or what am I going to do? So I actually like trying to use them up as quickly as possible as well. Again, just so I don't forget about it and it doesn't end up underneath like a pile of something somewhere. So I'll use those smaller bits in collaging sometimes. So I like to make mm -hmm. these like really small handmade collages. I like to send them in happy mail to other friends myself or just use it to decorate my own journals. So I really like to use the smaller bits for that. Or I'll just even sometimes go back to some of my older pages and just be like, sure, this little bit goes with this color scheme on this page. I'm just going to cut it out and slap it onto this page right now just so I don't have to think about this later and again, forget about that little strip of PT tape because I don't want to waste it. You know, it's a really lovely design and I want to use it up. So sometimes that's what I do. I just go through older pages and I just like put them on there. That is such a great way to fill blank pages as well. Mm -hmm. If you don't remember what happened that day, just throw a bunch of stuff on, find whatever's on your desk, put it there. Nice yeah. job, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks cute too. And then you got yeah. to use your things. They didn't just get swept away. They don't have to get trashed like I think that's one of my worries is that things will just end up in the trash accidentally because they weren't meant to go there but it's like I set aside this little beer sticker flake and now I have no idea where it went it's gone with the wind you know mm -hmm. um so I think that's really important to have 
And similar to you, I do have storage specifically for those pre-stamped stamps from friends, whether it's on regular paper or sticker paper. I've also gotten quite a few from a blank note because whenever they send you um, your package, they'll also include a little nice little pouch of samples of pre-stamped stamps on sticker paper. And then they also have like some nice washi samples. So I put all those stamp bits in an A6 high tide general purpose cage. And so it's this little pouch that's sort of plasticky. So it's pretty resilient. And so you can kind of toss it around if you need to. And I have three of those. One of those is for those pre-stamped stamps. Another two are for vinyl stickers. So I split them into my Patreon vinyl stickers because I don't want to use them because I'm worried of, oh, what if I use it now? Is this the right place? I am so good about using my stationery, but when it comes to vinyl stickers, I get really worried. I get I'm like, but what if, what if this is like my laptop? I have this old laptop that I had in college. It was a Chromebook. It was very cheap. And I put so many stickers on it. And I look and I'm like, man, I really wish I would not have used those stickers there because I want those in my journal and not on this dumb old Chromebook. Yeah, <laughs> you know what also happened to me? That reminds me, I actually just switched to a new machine at work. And I had to mm -hmm. return my old machine and there were so many cute stickers on my old machine. And I was like, why did I do this? So I also had oh, that no. same moment of I should have just put these in my journals instead. <laughs> yeah. And the hard thing, too, is that I don't necessarily always want to purchase duplicates. And sometimes you can't. So especially if you're ordering from a creator or backing a creator on Patreon who lives in a different country, that can also just get really expensive. It's like, oh, I want one extra sticker probably maybe not worth doing that you know it's like mm -hmm. or the shipping or whatever it may be and so sometimes it's not that bad especially if it's just for mail like uh, letter shipping but still I don't want to have to do that so I have those two and I'm trying to be better about it one thing I said a long time ago is on, on stream is like to use your stationery is to love your stationery and you know if you put it somewhere where you're going to refer to later like if you put it on the front of a Hobonichi or another notebook that you really love you'll probably see it again so long as you keep that thing right so mm -hmm. it's probably worth using so I'm trying to be better about that um but the other bit storage I have is I use that Atelier Penelope cube to store my fussy cut bits so if I haven't completely cut out something from washi roll with backing or a PET I will put them in this cube I just roll them up because they're like a little circle so I just roll them back up in there and I just put it in and I prioritize using those whenever I can because it's just, I, I they need to go, right? That They have to get used. So I try to reach for those more than anything else. Um, I do a similar thing with Happy Mail where I put all of my washi sample cards into a glass box. So I got this little glass golden box from Ikea. So it has like a gold trim, glass window panes on all sides. And it's kind of mostly meant to be like a display box, which would be really cute for something. But I just shove all my washi samples in there. <laughs> um, mostly because it's still cute, but also so that I know what I have. And so I try using those as much as I can because I'm I'm very, very lucky to have kind friends who have sent me a lot of samples and I want to make sure I use them and don't just let them sit there for too long. So yeah, um, clear storage, guys. Yep. It really helps. It really and, helps. And um, in terms of washi samples, they usually come in, especially when they arrive in Happy Mail from friends, they usually end up around um, playing cards or like, you know, plastic cards, basically, right? 
Um, mm-hmm. And so they're sort of business card sized and you can also tuck them into if you have any like folders um, alongside with your traveler's notebooks. It's really nice to kind of tuck them in there as well. I actually forgot to talk about the washi samples that I um, have received. Mine sit in the front pocket of my Delphonics pouch. So I put them all in there. Because of the samples, ah. my Delphonics pouch is actually quite front heavy. <laughs> so oh, <no. laughs> sometimes it'll kind of like topple over. I'm like, oh no, um, it's a sign to use more of my stuff. So um, I do have that in there and I always reach for it when I journal um, on and off stream. But especially if you've been to any of my streams, you'll notice that I always pull out these like same stack of washi sample cards and that's like where they come from. So I just keep them right in there. I also try to put my samples in my Genshin pouch, actually. So I picked out a lot of samples that were very green or adventure themed or fantasy themed and put them in there. So that's another way I would say using. And this kind of goes along with like capsules. If you're building one of those, maybe we'll have an episode on that someday. Mm -hmm. Capsules are are interesting, an interesting idea for sure. But Mm -hmm. that's awesome. I think we have some good systems in place to make sure that we're getting things used, even though it's so hard. But we didn't talk about the most troublesome thing, (laughs) sticker flakes. Yeah, sticker flakes can be difficult. I actually store them in the same place as the stamped sticker papers that I mentioned earlier. So it's all in this Animal Crossing themed tin. And if you are not familiar, um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, as well as some of the earlier iterations of the Animal Crossing games, has a little cafe in the game called The Roost. And... Um, it's run by this uh, bird character named Brewster and it's a really cute cafe in the game and it's very relaxing and so the Nintendo shop had this tin and came with it are three I believe three or four coasters that you can use and so I ordered this from Nintendo using some shop points I believe from purchasing games and when I got them I took out all the coasters used them right away and then I kept the tin for those little sticker flakes Um, because like you said earlier those sticker flakes can just kind of blow away with the wind you're just like I don't know where they went I don't know what happened (laughs) and then maybe like a week later you'll find them like underneath your chair or something that has completely happened to me before and I'm like that's where you were Mm -hmm. have you ever found them in your bed I don't think so, but I have found, you know, the sticker flake, you peel it off and then there's that plastic bit, yeah. the little back end. I have found that on like random parts of my body before, like on my shirt <laughs> or like near my pocket on my shorts or something like that. And you're just like, how did you even get here? Uh, so those are some fun moments. I've somehow tracked them to my bed before. Like I just woke <laughs> up and I was like, where did this come from? Why? <laughs> yeah, like I was journaling today. But how did it get here? (laughs) Yeah, it just came with me. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I have that tin specifically for those sticker flakes. I will say, though, that I don't have a ton of sticker flakes. So if Mm -hmm. I had a lot, I feel like there's also a dedicated folder from this brand called King Jim. And I have the sticker sheet storage for those, but I know that they also have a sticker flake storage. I haven't needed one yet. But I know that other members of the community use that folder or just something along those lines. That's you. Yeah. (laughs) It's me. I needed it. And I know that that can be really helpful. No, absolutely. It is really helpful. I'm glad that you said that because that's actually what I was going to say is I also use that just so the King Jim storage. I don't have, I lied. I do have their sticker sheet storage. I don't really use it though. Um, I've started trying to use it for the Genshin 
journal thing that I have as well. But um, for the sticker flake storage, that one is really nice because if you just put the whole like plastic packet they come in in there, it's so easy to pull them out and see. And I forgot who I saw doing this. Maybe it was Oh Hi Joy. I'm not sure who does it, but they have the same organizer and they cut out the backing like kind of sample of what stickers are in there from the packaging and put it in the organizer so you can see every sticker flake that's in there. Oh. And it's so helpful. The other thing I do is I just don't buy sticker flakes anymore. I just don't do it. <laughs> no more. <laughs> I don't care how cute they are. I can't do it. They're just they're too hard to keep track of. So when I have friend samples, I just try to put them all together and it's like a grab bag of goodness, except for very specific ones. Sometimes if I only have like three or four, I'll just peel off the backing and put them in a sticker book. Um, all right, yeah. listeners, uh, there, that's a quote from Miranda today as of episode three. She said no more sticker flakes. So hey, <laughs> hey. What let's all let's, do, Chelsea? let's all try to you know hold each other accountable for what we say. Wow. I'm I'm just I'm just playing. Wow! Um, Don't ever say anything again on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, did we say we we're gonna try to do? Wait, didn't I commit to a no spend? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's like when did that happen? Oh, <laughs> we can wait, also just... probably talk about that another time. We have lots and lots of future topics, and oh, um, gosh. I would love to talk about the concept of like the low spend or no spend. Um, Because I did do a three-month no-spend this year, but that's for a future episode. But yeah, those are, you know, I think some of the ways that we all organize our little bits that we have in our collection. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm just thinking about a no-spend. I'm like, oh, I should. Anyway, (laughs) no talks of no-spend right now. That's a topic for another time. Instead, let's talk about our journaling prompt because I think that's a better thing to discuss right now. Um, so this week's journaling prompt, if you'd be so inclined or if you would like something to just sort of help you plan out your day or like a kind of cute aside in your notebook, um, for this week, we want you to write about a new season is on the horizon. So what seasonal treat are you looking forward to? And the reason I say a new season is because we are aware that some of our listeners are not all from the Northern Hemisphere. We have some listeners from the Southern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And did you guys know it's about to be spring there? Isn't that <laughs> weird to think about? <laughs> um, I work with uh, someone, actually a lot of people who are in Australia. And so sometimes I'll be just like complaining about, oh, now it's getting cold. She's like, oh man, now it's getting hot. And yeah. Like, oh no. Because yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, I actually have some coworkers <laughs> in Australia as well. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's always so. It's always a little jarring because I'm like, I, I just, I don't all media and stuff. Oh, or a lot of media really just follows like the Northern Hemisphere seasons, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we see so often. It's like, oh, December is cold time. It's Christmas. It's winter. It's the winter holidays. You know, New Year's, and you know, there's a whole part of the world where it's not cold. Yep. <laughs> it's just, yep. You know, it's just, and, and even in, in the Northern Hemisphere, of course, places don't get like freezing, but you know, it's still, still different. Anyway, it's just, the world is wild, y'all. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Okay. With that, I think we've gone on plenty long enough. <laughs> Extra long episode. I was joking before. It's like, what if we go for like an hour 30? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite make it there, but no. you never know. Never say never. Again, there are lots of future topics and episodes where we're going to explore a lot more about stationery. So please keep looking forward to that. And I just, again, really appreciate everyone for listening. 
Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for all the kind feedback. And thank you, of course, for sharing the episodes. I really appreciate it. And um, of course, Chelsea, thank you so much for being here and doing the show with me. Yeah, it's been such a blast. I'm having a great time. Yeah, me too. And with that, we will leave you, dear listener. Um, You can find us next week, of course, again, back for another episode. We post every Saturday in the evenings. No definite time quite yet, but we are working on nailing that down. Um, Again, our branding was very kindly put together by Job's Journal that is new, and we're very, very fortunate that he stepped in and said, hey, would you like help with your branding? We're like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Job. Thank you, Job. Um, You can find his links in our descriptions as well. And then, of course, you can find us on Instagram at Words and Roses. And so that is our podcast Instagram that Chelsea kindly runs. And then, of course, you can find me at Havoc Rose Writes. And that's going to be on Instagram. And then just Havoc Rose on Twitch. And that's Havoc with a K. And then, Chelsea, where can everyone find you before we head out? Of course, you can find me at Those With Words, also on Instagram, as well as on Twitch. All right. And with that, we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.